we take the first breath, the present breath, into the next breath, and at the last moment of our life, the last breath, which is absorbed back into the cosmos, where did it go? From whence did it arise? This great mystery is at the very center of who we are as a human being. What a tree is, a songbird, any living creature, what the earth and the cosmos, herself, himself, itself, is composed of, the very body of God as creator, as omnipotent, as all the beautiful, beneficent names and all the traditions of our world, including our secular humanists who try to say, no, there's no God, but there's something, or there's nothing, it's the void, it's empty. And yet, as they're breathing, the void is full of their breath and yours and mine. Full of a gentle ecstasy, so mysterious, can't be controlled or possessed. And yet we are praying and practicing as life itself to become the veritable child of the heart of hearts within this. In some deep religious traditions, we would say, we are studying to be humble before the holy of holies. That comprehensive mystery, the still point of eternity everywhere and always. So let us go to the place in the very center of the spiritual heart, the heart chakra in the center of the chest, just above the diaphragm and sternum the very center of the breastbone and allow ourselves to call forward that still point of eternity so that the heart chakra is called to open in vulnerability, vulnerability that we could be touched by, not hurt by, but vulnerable to, to be open to, alive to the grace of that mystery which I call God, everywhere through the heart chakra, everywhere through our spiritual heart. What does that feel like? Oh, I'm alive. I am attenuated to that direction, that inner chamber of my being, where the very center of it is still, yet alive still, yet all around it is spinning everything in my life. Family, if I am blessed to have one. Family of origin, from which I come, from whom I have arisen as father, mother, grandparents, siblings sometimes, aunts, uncles, back through all known history, my ancestors. In each one of them also was a still point of eternity, whether it was known to them or not. A place in the very depth of the soul and spiritual heart of God, of that great one. 
of that beyond anything we might name, and yet in our devotion we strive to name this longingly, aspirationally, awesomely, fearfully. Might we find the home of that great one within our hearts? Really, that's the continual prayer of the human race. So I would like us today to go to that place in the very center of the heart and simply ask, may I find the still point of eternity within my heart of hearts and may the holy of holies always dwell within me there. Always answer that cup, that grail cup, that tabernacle, that plate for communion, that scroll calling forward all the prayers of my, my culture, my tribe, my race, the human race. In all the nuances of my individual self, the collective aspects of my family and heritage, and the universal principles within all of human beings, all of life, all of creation. May that still point of eternity become a safe monstrance or container or home where I am studying the relationship between the dewdrop within me, the little white orange blossom, and the great tree of life. So let us begin with the concept of stepping stones. Every path begins with a step, if we're fortunate enough to walk. If not, we might be on a stretcher or in a wheelchair, bicycle, a vehicle, or bedridden still. From the heart of hearts, we are walking, we are journeying, we are dreaming. I am dreaming of heaven. We're always dreaming of heaven. And then all too often we avoid it, thinking, I have to protect myself against everything else until I find heaven. So instead, in the next breath, come to the very center of the still point of eternity as best you are able. And then let us compose five directions of stepping stones. First, from that very center of the spiritual heart, ask the Creator, please be with me. I am committed to this relationship. I am promised to you. Please answer me in a reciprocity of grace and allow that vessel that is the very center of your heart spiritually to be fulfilled by heaven so that you are studying the oneness the quality of who you empty yourself out to be so that you are filled up by all that is beyond violence and beyond a separation of judgment and dissonance. Then the cells of your body will learn to enact unity 
Yet as an individual, a peacemaker, a sage, <clears throat> a saint-to-be who's never been here before. What does this feel like? How does each breath embody the principle of who you are of heaven? What a journey. How fortuitous. May you be protected and blessed and guided in all ways and always. Then let us go to the direction from the center of the spiritual heart and the breath to the sense of being grounded, the stepping stone of physically walking or moving and dwelling upon the earth. I contemplated yesterday the sense of how to give this a mood or a, a language, and I was aware of the beautiful orange blossoms of which I spoke. <clears throat> so if we were to drive through the desert floor of California where I lived for a number of years, we would find a lot of housing developments now. And when I used to drive through the area, it was filled with citrus blossoms, two seasons of the year. I would roll the windows down of the automobile I would be driving in and just go for a ride through the groves. Sometimes pull off of the small country road or lane onto the sh shoulder, sort of the dirt shoulder or pathway through the orchard, citrus grove or citrus orchard, and just be beneath the trees and the glory of this scent or fragrance, which to me evoked heaven, my parents, my father's aunts and uncles, his parents, and an ineffable sense that within my heart there was heaven. It was home. It is home. And so the fragrance of orange blossom for me, calls back, fragrance always and scent calls us back to the midbrain. We, we go to an area where we have a primordial direct sense rather than skipping through two components of our central nervous system. Scent goes directly. And so it evokes the sense of infancy or something dangerous or something nostalgic, something very intimate with our infancy or a time in our life of deep sentiment. And so we tend to start to pay attention to the heart of hearts, the still point of eternity based upon fragrance, because it doesn't stop first where our mind can say, oh, I saw this, but I didn't like it. I saw this, but I am greedy and want more. I heard that and it was dissonant. I heard that and it could have been better. I heard that and I judged what I heard. So we, we use the place of stopping a sense, hearing, seeing, touching, tasting. <clears throat> and we answer it by saying, you know, I'm here. The soup was good, but not like my wife's. Mm, the dessert was lovely, but not like my father's that he would make every holiday season. 
And so we stop and say, you know, I'm here. As if that meant anything. It's really the tone of the vessel, we might say. I have a small blue tinted vase sitting in front of me here at the desk. We might say, there's a beautiful blue tinted vase containing the flower that is you. Oh, I didn't think of it that way. Oh, there's a vase tinted with the taste of your father's dessert created at the holidays. And the sense of the recipe of your wife's soup. And the sound of your son practicing his musical instrument. And the sound of the women arguing in the next apartment or across the street in another home or office. And the song of someone humming a tune in the mailroom or on a bicycle riding by. And the sight of all that is around one, which we usually use to say, stop, not right now, not ready for eternity this moment. You know, I have the right to say no to God because of what I'm hearing and, and seeing and touching and tasting, you know, until I feel like it. <clears throat> and so the ecstatic sense of home and the depth of the spiritual heart waits. It's there. And yet the meeting of one's own heart of hearts with the heart of hearts of God, the Holy of Holies, it's not quite realized. And then we justify, I'm here, you know, I'm here. I'm here in so many nuances of every vase, of every color, not really an expensive enough one yet, not until I'm more important and famous and not until I have a better one than you and not until my brother or sister don't have one as nice as mine. And we go on and on and on until we cause a war. And yet in the very next perception, all one has to ever do is say yes to the still point of eternity as the vase or vessel for the Holy of Holies. Yes. Always. This breath. Every breath. The still point of eternity in my heart of hearts is constant. Oh, this was bequeathed to me at conception. Born in me at birth spiritually born in me as soon as I was mature enough to answer the divine. Yes, of course. Who would there ever be to say no? And then the personal self begins to become what is called self-realized. The heart of hearts, the very depth of the spiritual heart, begins to become God-realized. And I, we, everyone, begin to be a dewdrop of heaven upon earth. It has always been this way. <clears throat> Many of the deep souls of history who have learned to dwell in this place practice in prayer and life so that we might find a path beside them. 
the grounding point of the orange blossom tree would be the citrus tree planted in the desert of California or the verdant areas in Florida, which I would be near with my family as a child and where I spoke before of first experiencing this incredible scent of their flowers during the holidays, school holidays, visiting relatives. Amazing scent. Remembrance of God. Presence of God. Experience of love from heaven through all of my family in the generations into my own heart, setting a pathway of seeking fidelity to that family's signature, a student of the perfume of holiness, of the holy of holies. Oh, such a temple. Every citrus grove upon the earth. What does that feel like? Then from the center of the heart, we begin to know how to embody this. No weapons, no seeking a fight. Rooted to the earth as a stepping stone, just as one of the beautiful trees is planted on an island in Europe, <clears throat> in a pot, in a garden in Asia, in a park in Australia or New Zealand, lining the sidewalk of a small university in South America. The trees are growing in such a way that there's no warfare. The human beings are growing in the same way. Have you noticed? Then we begin to be rooted to the earth <clears throat> in the great quiet ecstasy that is heaven. We start to become almost invisible, inauditory. No one to touch, no one to regard with sight or hearing or taste. There's, who's there? There's no one there of importance and separation. Oh, you're there. I'm there. Hi. What are you doing? What am I doing? What are we doing? What is everyone to do so that we become one great garden of the flowers of the Lord? Oh, well, let us begin in prayer and practice. The very planet is calling out to us now, always, here, Everywhere, the deep presence of the grounded human being, studying balance. Then we come to the third direction, the internal sense of what we're receiving with our senses <clears throat> as we contemplate in prayer and practice. As we listen to the world around us and we regard the world around us with our sight <clears throat> and our touch and taste, our senses call forward a resonance of consciousness, 
and we form thoughts in response to what we are perceiving around us. Anytime these thoughts are in reaction against what is around us, we are usually in a dissonance with the very heart of hearts of that still point of eternity. Rather, when we come to the still point of eternity and allow God to answer us there, we start to observe, how shall I be with the jailer of the Panchen Lama? How shall the jailer be with the Panchen Lama? How shall we do this? How shall the whole human race do this? Who are we? What are we? What are we to become? Who are we to become? And when the divine answers us from that first direction, and we are beneath the tree of life as exemplified in a citrus tree, and we add to that the momentum of the human heart into life, we begin to realize the mystery of heaven enacted in me is saintly, always. It is always calling forward from you the same perfume of holiness. It is all I ever wanted from you. It is all God ever wanted from me. Shall we breathe? Shall we seek life in balance?